Welcome back. It's been a while. Welcome back to the uh, Western Sydney Rive podcast. Gosh, when, how long has it been? I don't know. I mean, it's been a while since it's solo, but uh, we're back. We're driving and driving to a gig, going to Comedy Canteen. Uh, doing a little spot there today. Uh, last week, big headliner, mate. Line your head up. That's what I do. I'm a barber. I line the head up. Uh, I give you head if you give me a line. That's what that means. Or uh, I'm the headmaster. You know. Anyway, uh, got a few things to go through. But uh, what's been some accolade? Oh, mate, Lithgow Comedy Festival, best emerging comedian. Nothing big, nothing small, but you know what it is. Just, just being great, you know? One stepping stone at a time. You know, today it's Lithgow Comedy Festival, next week is Tamworth Comedy Festival, and who knows, maybe one day there'll be a Blacktown Comedy Festival and I will again win the best emerging comedian at that festival, because that's what I aim for. I don't want to be the best, I want to be the best emerging, you know? Because when you stop being emerging, it's just like, now you're either stagnant or you're going down. That would suck, you know? You're thinking you're like a really good comedian. You've been doing it for 10, 20 years and you don't win a single award. Some kid wins best emerging. Some half-decent guy wins the best. Some, uh, you know what, wins the people's choice. And it just keeps going and you're just like, ah, oh, fuck. That should be like a wooden spoon, right? That should be like, ah, uh, this guy, you know, he was there. You know? It's like a, it's not even a participation award because not everyone gets one. It's like a, uh, it's like a, it's like a well done for trying or, or, uh, proof that you were actually there and you were, like, it's not that you were even overlooked, you know? So we saw you. And we concluded that you were the worst. So you... So you don't get some weird, uh, you know... Some weird fas fantasy about... That people overlooked you, they didn't see you. No, we saw. We well and truly saw how shit you were. So here's a wooden spoon. Yeah, the wooden spoon. I wonder where that comes from in like NRL. Like they won the wooden spoon. Uh, did they get a wooden spoon? That would be, that would be tragic, you know, all the other trophy people are lifting trophies and your club gets sent a uh, wooden spoon from Coles, an Anko wooden spoon. Well, you can take that to the races if that means anything. Uh, Alright, got some, uh, got some things to try. Oh, not really, but, you know. Thinking about, like, uh, you know, glamorous jobs. A lot of people get their jobs, choose their career paths based on their job having some type of status, some type of glamour, some type of, you know, thing that you want to do to look cool. You know, you're absolutely not interested in the job, but it gives you that sense of... Well, I didn't waste my life, you know? Well, I, at least I look cool doing this, you know? Like lawyer. 
lawyer might be the number one status job that people do because I know a lot of people from Western Sydney become lawyers and I know that I know well and truly that they're not capable of being a lawyer you know they become a lawyer so they get to wear a suit so that they get to wear a pinstripe suit nicely fitted they get to go to the city every day of the week wearing a suit you know looking like they're doing something important <clears throat> but they're really just getting some guy off on a uh, drink driving charge like what is you doing you know um, and then you know they get to carry one of those big uh, carry-on bags around like they got some important things in there but again it's just like papers with screenshots of some weird messages some guy sent to his boss and now he's in trouble and you got to read these texts while wearing a suit right like at what point do we get like when do we get to a point where lawyers don't need to wear suits like all you're doing is arguing for someone and reading a bunch of stuff like why do you need to be dressed in Hugo Boss or uh, or SK menswear it just doesn't make sense alright until you realise it's all about status Right, like this is it's a looking cool job how many times do you see a hot lawyer what do you think he or she is doing being a lawyer they're getting to wear really cool clothes while pretending to be better than everyone like think about IT like I work in IT and it's the easiest job in the world it's not low paid you know like you can get some IT jobs that are equal to a lawyer or even more and they wear fucking uh, their company brand polos with uh, Tarakash chinos and one of those uh, Chelsea boots on. And then carrying like, instead of carrying those carry-ons that the lawyers carry, they got like a fucking, uh, like a Lenovo camping backpack with six laptops inside it, you know? Nothing cool about that, you know? You don't have a dinner conversation, someone asks you what you do for work, and you're like, I'm an IT no one's like, oh, any any interesting IT cases you cracked recently, Riv? Huh? Hey, wear any cool suits? Uh, you know? But because there's no glamour in it, not many people want to do it. Because all these Western Sydney lawyers, I'm driving past Western Sydney Uni now, the birthplace of useless lawyers, uh, they would never do IT because they know that they're not going to look as cool as they want to do as they want to be you know for western sydney a uh, a uh, a suit is just a track suit for grown-ups you still look hard you still look cool and uh you get to wear the same one every week and no one even notices you know it's just like it's a suit you know what do you want to have six suits uh yeah It's like the people with like, uh, it's like the same thing as like work-life balance. Right? Like all these people are like, oh, I want work-life balance. I want to be able to do my job and also do this. Then why'd you become an accountant for some fucking KPG firm? You know, could have done any job in the world, but you decided to be a financial accountant calculating what the odds are of someone fucking up their insurance claim. And now you're mad that you don't get to play squash after work as much as you'd like to.
Like the basic message I'm sending out here is to just get a job in IT. Do nothing, be nothing, but make the same amount of money. Alright? That's what it's all about, right? Making money, isn't that what we got into this for? People be like, oh, I'm following my dreams. No, no. The only dreams you get to follow are the ones that your bank account allows. Alright? Alright. I wonder what priests are like. I've recently found out, like, uh, well, I don't know if anyone, I think this one was like a Dominican priest. Uh, when they, uh, so they don't get paid, anytime they want to, you know, go on a holiday, do whatever they want to do, they go to their head priest, put in their application, be like, I want to go to, uh, you know, Cancun for the weekend. And the priest will approve it. They'll give you a budget. So they'll give you a bunch of money and be like, yep, this is all you can do. Be back by next Monday. That's pretty nice, you know? So it's like a real communist kind of living. Like, you don't have to think about budgeting. You know, everything's paid for. You don't even have any money. So anytime you need to do anything, it's like getting pocket change, pocket money or whatever, uh, allowance. It's like, oh, I want to go to my friend's fucking birthday dinner at McDonald's. Then your mum's like, all right, here's 10 bucks. Buy what you can. No presents, all right? No presents. I hardly went to any birthdays when I was a kid because my mum was like, I'm not buying some fucking dumb kid's presents. And rightfully so, you know? Like, if I had a kid and he's like, oh, Tommy's birthday's coming up and uh, I guess i got to buy him a present. Do you have 50 bucks? And I'm like, I'm not spending 50 bucks on you or Tommy. The fuck do I care about some kid's happiness? I don't care about your happiness. That's, yeah. At the time, I was like, well, what's wrong with my parents? You know, why wouldn't they buy my friends a gift? But now I'm like, what the fuck? Why would they? People got mortgages. People got fucking rent. People got fucking, I don't know, food and stuff. And now you got to somehow budget in a gift for some dumb kid you've never met whose parents don't even speak my language. Get the fuck out of here. All right. We're well, yeah, priests. What an uninteresting job. I think that's such a boring job. I think that's why they introduced confession. You know, priests were like, you know, they weren't being efficient. You know, they used those usual corporate buzzwords. They, they weren't meet, meeting their KPIs. Uh, you know, they were looking, uh, they weren't in flow. You know, they were looking like they were overworked, understaffed. So the uh, head of the pack was like, you know what? How about we make this interesting? We'll introduce this thing called confessions. So at the end of your shift, people come in and tell you all their secrets. The priests are like, fucking hell. This job is now interesting. Like, and then the priests go back to work the next day, you know, and then those people come in again, you're telling your sermon, and then you're just looking at the guy who had sex with his dog, and you're just like, trying not to look, just hoping that he said his Hail Marys. Like, imagine if that was at work. Like, at the end of your shift, like, you'd go to your fucking CEO and be like, Oh, I stole some printer cartridge. I uh, sent a bad email. I forgot to say, please circle back to me. Um, I had sex with my teammate. And now they're just looking at you like, what the fuck? Like, I can't fire this guy, you know? Can't send this guy to hell, but uh, I just got to deal with him. Just give him my best advice and see what happens. That's what priests do. 
They just sit there, trying not to have a reaction. Like, what if someone came to you and be like, oh, I got a rash from having sex in my dog bed with my babysitter who recently came back from Cancun. And now I have chlamydia. Alright, whatever. Um, we're priests and doctors, very similar, you know, well-respected jobs, you know. Priests and doctors, they're a lot alike. Um, you know, they're both well-respected, they both give advice. A lot of people don't believe them and then they end up just Googling the answers anyway. And they get to hear people's confessions, you know. One says, I have chlamydia, the other one tells you how I got chlamydia. The only difference between a priest and a doctor is one looks at gaping assholes every day and the other one doesn't and the other one never can unless you know you're that type of priest I guess oh, I'm glad I said that one out loud oh. TikTok trends are I say there's a trend for like everything on TikTok isn't there like I would imagine that if Cristiano Ronaldo or Kim Kardashian came out with a trend to wipe feces all over your face and body, what's that called? Bronzing. They did. They spread feces all over their face and body, uh, which led to improved skin. You know, you have nice red glow on your skin now. Um, you know, you look prettier. Your acne's gone. Uh, wrinkles are gone. Literally everyone in the world, including me, would be rubbing feces on my face, on their faces. Right? Like, isn't that true? Like, that's how strong TikTok trends are. Like, like recently, like now there's this trend. Well, it's not a TikTok trend, but I saw it on one of those TikToks on Instagram. Um, it was an ad. Um, so it was like this new thing about <coughs> crotchless pants for men. So these pants are designed in a way where there's no possible way for anyone to be able to see the shape of your cock or balls or ball, right? Like, let us have that, you know? Like, our clothing hides literally everything about us. Literally hides everything. And now... You want to get rid of our crotch as well. Like, this is, just, this is just part of my body, you know? Like, isn't that body shaming? Like, trying to remove any visible aspect of it? Like, that's the one thing that humanizes us. Being able to see men's crotches as they stand, stand next to us on buses with their crotch in our face. And you can just look there and be like, there, there it is. There it is. And now they want to get rid of it. So when you're standing next to someone in a bus... And they look at your crotch, all they can see. All they can see is nothing. Because you've been emasculated out of your crotch. Because people don't like seeing it. I like showing my crotch in my pants. You know, I like people noticing my crotch. Because when they see it, they can get an idea if I have an erection or not. Right? It's pretty obvious. So when they see my crotch, my flaccid crotch, they can be like, there's no danger here. There's nothing going on. 
This is just a man that happens to be wearing pants that accentuate his crotch. That's all it is. That's all it is. Now they want to get rid of that too. It's gone my work, added me on LinkedIn. And you know, I'm like a LinkedIn whore. I'll, I won't add anyone, but I'll accept literally anyone and anything. Right? Like I'm totally fine with people adding me on LinkedIn. I've got like half of India on my LinkedIn and they're just sending me messages about doing some training to become a fucking Bob's Vagin got type of guy. Anyway, this guy work out of me on LinkedIn. This guy has like a really souped up LinkedIn. Like, you know, he does seminars and posts statuses about what a great week it was and how to combat stress and resilience. You know, this guy's the proper deal. So he adds me on LinkedIn. I accept. Next day I'm at work, I'm walking. I walked past him, looking right at him, you know? And he just looks at me, looks away and keeps walking. Like, if you're going to add me on LinkedIn, knowing that I accept like a whore, I don't want you to treat me like a whore. I want you to treat me like a human because that's what I did. I accepted your connection to make you look good to your fucking LinkedIn friends who have no lives. That's what LinkedIn's for. LinkedIn's for people who failed on Facebook. Like, they're the people that were were on Bebo, Facebook. They didn't get any pokes. They didn't get any loves. So now they're on LinkedIn doing what they can because bullying is not allowed in corporate environments. I think we should bring bullying back. Like, we should be able to bully people on the street. Like, you know? Like, it's not like it's going to do, like, everlasting damage. Like, when it's a kid, like, if you bully an adult... Like, he'll just take that as critical analysis of himself. Right? So we should bring it back. Like, if I see someone walking past me and uh, they're wearing New Balance shoes with with Adidas trackies and a Nike jumper, I'm just going to be like, figure it out, mate. Alright? Just figure it out. If you're going to wear branded clothing, don't let it fucking... You know, you look like a dumbass. You look like an idiot. You look like your wife couldn't afford all Adidas, so she had to... She had to substitute for Reebok and some fucking feeler. You know? That's kind of nice bullying, you know? So now this guy can go back to his wife and be like, we need to make more money. We need to make more money so I can wear only Adidas everywhere, Adidas all the time. Gosh, this is some fucking horse shit today, huh? Goodness gracious. Alright, there we go. Uh, I think everyone, like there should be a program where everyone gets to be a celebrity for one day. Right, like right now in the world, you know. Wait one sec. Bit of mango. Uh, Right now in the world. You know, we live our boring fucking lives. We drive to places, from place to place, doing the same thing every day, brushing our teeth. Wouldn't it be nice if everyone gets one month where they get to be a celebrity? Where they get to drive a Porsche, they get to have sex with Katy Perry, you know? They get to live the... Full 
thing. Woo, that was a close uh, thingy there. Um, but yeah, they get to live the, uh, they get to live the life. And then they go back. Wouldn't that be nice? Like imagine tomorrow morning, first thing that happens is a limo picks you up, takes you for a haircut, and then you go flirt with a beautician afterwards. And then she gives you her real number. And then you say no, because you have better options later today. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it be nice if the world was celebrity? Um, but then I feel like after that month is finished, fucking <coughs> 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 bus. After that month is done and done for, one and done. That's when you're gonna see some murder. That's where you're going to see some crime. Because once you live that life for a, a month, you get to live in Justin Bieber's house. You know, you get to, uh, you get to, what do celebrities do? You get to meet George Clooney. You get to do some environmental stuff. You star in a Marvel movie. You know, once all that's done, and that month is over, and then you go back to your shitty life with your shitty wife and your shitty kids... You will probably murder someone. You will probably risk going to jail for life to just get a chance to sniff the shake weight that Katy Perry used. That's how far you will go, just to get a glimpse of that life again. All right. All right. Um... Alright, Parramatta Road, there's a bead shop here. Why is there a bead shop in Parramatta? Is that anal beads or what? You know? Where we are right now, where are we? Are we in Glebe now? In Glebe? Well, Stanmore. A bead shop in Stanmore, that's not really... That's not really on brand, is it? You know? Like, if I want beads, I probably live in Byron Bay or Marrickville. I probably won't be driving to Parramatta Road to get my fix of beads right what else is going on look at this tall guy beanies are back hoodies are back it's fucking uh, winter again now yeah. uh, extreme toys motorized scooters electric scooters RC cars there are no boundaries can I get a tank and nuke Ukraine because there are no boundaries can I get a fucking missile jet and go from Palestine to Israel because there are no boundaries ah. what else do I have world world menswear you have fashion from all the world world menswear on Parramatta Road do you want to dress you want to dress like a uh, like an Indian that just landed on a, in Australia well world menswear has it we got some beach jeans we got some beach sandals and we got a collared shirt in an orange in a primary color. We got it all. You want to dress like a, uh, like a, uh, what's the country? Uh, you want to dress like a Ukrainian? We got some camo gear here for you. You want to dress like you're from North Sydney? Well, we got a, a cyclist 
outfit here for you, one of the cyclist skins. You want to dress like you're from Vault Clues? Well, welcome to our linen closet. Alright, Persian Carpet Studio. Is that where you buy a Persian carpet or is that where they take pictures of them? What is it? What is it? Ah. You know what? I will not torture anyone anymore. Have a good day. Have a good night.